Jesus told the woman, he said, for a time is coming and it's already here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for anyone who worship him that way. For God is a spirit. Okay? So we do get up here. We do get up from the house and we come here every Sunday. We want to know why we are here. We want to understand. And we don't want a situation where we get up every Sunday and come here. And at the end of the day, we don't even know. We don't even have a purpose. We have to have a purpose. And the ultimate purpose is what? To get to heaven. I always say this. If we don't get to heaven, then I think all our time will be a waste. You guys agree with me, right? So, with that being said, we have to make sure that we are um, making these things important. Our Christian life. And the Bible is telling us that um, if we do not worship the Father in spirit, we cannot, we cannot be the Christian that he wants us to be because the Father is a spirit. Okay, so as Christians, we have to be identified by our spiritual life. That is very important. That's very important. Um, I want us to read 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 15. I'm not doing so well today. 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 15. So just like I said, Christians, we cannot lead carnal lives. We have to be spiritual. Okay. So I read. It says, but we know these things because God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And his spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's secrets. Can you guys underline that statement? Even God's secrets. You know, as Christians, if we say we profess that we are Christians, we have to know, we have to have some kind of secrets. And God is showing us here, he says, and his spirit searches out everything and shows us even even God's deep secrets. That means that if we are in spirit, he's going to show us some secrets. Okay, let's finish reading it. No one can know what anyone else is really thinking except for that person alone. And no one can know God's thoughts except for God's own spirit. And God has actually given us his spirit, not the world's spirit. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you this, we do not use words of human wisdom. We speak words given to us by the Spirit. Using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't Christians 
can't understand these truths from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them because only those who have the spirit can understand what the spirit means. We who have the spirit understands these things, but others can't understand us at all. How could they, how could they, for who can know what the Lord is thinking? Who can give him counsel? Amen. This is a powerful statement, isn't it? It's talking about everything being spiritual. And if we are Christians, this passage is saying that we cannot live a carnal life. Even though we are physical beings, we cannot live a carnal life. Living a spiritual life as Christians is probably, just like I said, the most important because the one that we are worshiping is what? It's a spirit. And so if we want to have an intimate relationship with God, we have to live a, a spiritual life. And I know that sometimes it's hard. We'll ask our, 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 all the questions. How do I live a Christian life, a spiritual life? With all the several areas of identity as Christians, it is the will of God that we live up to expectation in order to make it to the ultimate. Okay? God wants us to live up to expectation. He, he expects certain things from us. And he's telling us that he is a spirit. So we cannot worship him in flesh. Okay? So I'll assume that as we all here, we are all here. We all have been saved, right? We have salvation. And um, after salvation, if it had happened that when, whenever we were saved, we, we died right then, then we will go to heaven, right? That's what we understand. But then it doesn't happen like that. You don't get saved. You don't lift your hands up and uh, accept Jesus Christ and then you you are lifted up into heaven. No, then we have to live our lives. And that means that we have to know what is expected of us as Christians. And just like I said, God has an expectation of us, okay? We just don't live our lives anyhow. We talked, we talked about uh, the first week, what people think about us, or what we, we actually think, who we think we are. That's very important. Because sometimes what people think about us is really not the right one. We, should, we are supposed to know ourselves. And um, with a spiritual life, just like our physical being, right? I stand here, I, I, I breathe air to live, right? We all breathe the air around us. We eat before our physical body can work, can survive. We have, we have to have clothes. Okay, and we have to drink water. Okay, so we do all of these things for what our physical bodies, right? We do all of these things for our physical bodies. The same way our spiritual life begins when we become when we become born again. Our spiritual life begins then, and we have to be able to nourish our spiritual life the same way that we what we do our our physical bodies, and. Um, the Bible is telling us that it's an expectation from God. Other than that, we'll miss the mark. 
Okay, and we we are too smart to live anyhow and miss the mark. Okay, so somebody will say, what is what is it spirituality? Spirituality, being spiritual is to have an intimate relationship with God. We have we have to have a desire. We have to have a desire, even though. Um, we've been coming here and every day doing a whole lot of things. Uh, God expects us to show up first before he can meet us. We have to have that desire. The initial thing is to have a desire. Okay. So with our spiritual life, we actually have to nourish the spiritual life. We, just like the things that we do for our, our physical body. I'm very sure if even we didn't eat breakfast by... The time we go home, we're gonna eat lunch, and that is for our physical body, right? It looks as if, as humans, we do not really take care of our spiritual beings as much as we do for our, our physical bodies. Is that true, right? That's true for all of us, right? Yeah. But it is one thing for us to even have that knowledge that this is how we we are supposed to be living. And it is one thing to be ignorant. And so today, my prayer is that we will all receive this special gift from God, knowing that God is a spirit. And the life that we are leading as Christians has to be a spiritual one. It has to be a spiritual um, um I live in a life of spirituality. We cannot just live our lives anyhow. Okay. Other than that, we are not going to meet the expectation. A Christian who lives his way carnally lives up to tragedy. Okay. I'm not saying that all the tragedy that happens to Christians because they are living their lives anyhow. But if we do not know the spiritual side of our lives, a lot of tragedy can come on us because the God that we are serving is a spiritual being and for us to understand and even to communicate with him and get his power, the power that he has for us, we have to be in the spirit. Okay? We have to be in the spirit. And like I said, we have to have the desire. We have to take the step before we can have that commune with God. Um, so the word of God says that we feed our minds, we, we can feed our minds and the spirits with the word of God. You know, that's what the God, the, uh, God is saying to us. The Bible, the Bible tells us that we can actually feed our minds and then we can feed our spirits with the word. And so that is the first thing as Christians, if we want to live in spirit, we have to get into the word of God. We really, I think the last time we did the, uh, the word, and um, we are supposed to be reading our Bibles every 15 minutes a day, right? Is that? Daily, yeah. And then increase it as we. So for us to be able to live the spiritual life that God is asking us to do, we have to read our Bibles. Because that is how, where the understanding comes from. We have to study the word of God seriously. 
we have to say we have to make sure that our lives are being governed by the word that we read okay by the word the, the bible says that everything in this world shall pass away everything in this world but by, by his word will we may doctors will die uh, businessmen will die computer gurus will die myself i will die you will die one day but the word of god will still remain and so we want to make sure that we study the word of god if we want to develop our spiritual life it starts with the word of god so that is one characteristic of becoming a spiritual person or living a spiritual life okay living a spiritual life can someone uh, actually read for me psalm 1 verses 1 to 6 Oh, Psalm 1, 1 to 6. Go ahead. <laughs> Psalms 1, verses 1 to 6. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaves does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the wicked will perish. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So, that was a long one. I wanted us to read the whole thing uh, because it also includes, involves um, what exactly we as Christians, how we're supposed to live our lives. But then the verse that I am actually basing on it's that he said that um his, hold on i want to find um it, it the, that we obey his word that the day and night we think about the law that is the law the word that we read from the bible okay he says but they delight in doing everything the lord wants and what the lord wants is for us to read his word and Think about the laws. Whose laws? His laws. Okay. So first of all, the Bible is telling us that we cannot live a carnal life. We have to live a spiritual life. And for us to get to live a spiritual life or have a, a serious intimate relationship with God, we have to start reading our Bible. It starts from there. Okay, Jeremiah 15, 16, it says, when your words, Jeremiah said, he said, when your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. He ate the word of God. Can we also do that? When 
God's word came. He said, I ate them. Jeremiah 15, 16. Okay. Joshua 1, 8. It says, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate over it day and night and observe to do according to whatsoever is written in it. Okay. So, we want to be spiritual, we have to get into the Word. The Word of God is saying that we should be able to meditate on His Word. And like I said, if we want to get into the Spirit and commune with God, we have to read the, the Word of God and we have to actually obey it. We have to live by it. And it takes us to have the desire. You can't just be here, sitting here, and not have the desire and God will come to you. We, it doesn't happen like that. He wants to use all of us. Okay? This morning I heard from one preacher. He said, some, a pastor prayed and he, he told God he wanted to see him. And then he had a dream. And when he had a dream, he saw God. God had everything. He had eyes, head, everything but hands. And then he asked God, why don't you have hands? Because he said, and then he, he, God replied to him in his dream that, you know, it's because you are my hand. I don't know if you get it. Because God is waiting for us to avail ourselves so that he can use us. And I've always said that God only have children, right? God only have children. He doesn't have grandkids. He doesn't have uncles. He doesn't have, what else, you know? He has children. At your age, you are a child of God. At your parents' age, they are children of God. And God wants to use his children. And he wants only us, for us to, what? Avail ourselves. He wants us to avail ourselves. So when we avail ourselves, he's able to show himself to us. We read his word and then we, we start, we, we, we desire to do his will. And then he will show us who he is. And then that is how you live a spiritual life. You get a spiritual understanding because you have the desire to understand him. Okay? And then um, the second part is also our prayer life. Our prayer life. If we want to live in the spirit, we have to make sure that we have a prayerful life. And that is living by the spirit. Okay? That is living by the spirit. It's, it is another component. Prayer and being prayerful is another component of our spiritual life. When we pray with the desire and the intent to hear from God, we do. Last time, not here, now was now gave a testimony, right? Did you pray? And then um, she said she prayed so hard and uh, about her, her course, SAT course. So now prayed. So this is a good example. Okay, she said she prayed and she, she prayed to God so hard. And then she had a dream. She had a score. How, many, how much did you get? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so let's say she said she dreamt she had 500, right? And 
what happened was when she went to look at her scores, it was 500. Why did you think that happened? Because she prayed to God and she was so serious. And so God showed her that is living by the Spirit. Right? That is living by the Spirit. So we have to, when we pray, we just don't have to pray. If we desire that we want to see God, he will, we will see him. So his, her score in her dream, God revealed to her in her dream, let's say it was 400. And then when she went over to see the score, that was what, 400. Who don't want that? Who doesn't want God to show himself in a dream? In a dream? But it takes a, another step because she was serious. And that is when God also meets you, okay? That is when God meets you. I remember 2018, I was having a stomach ache here, okay? And I knew it was serious, so I started praying. And because it was serious, I started praying seriously. You know what happened? I, got, I felt in my spirit that when I come here to church, they were going to call me to pray for me. Something told me, Okay? And so do you know what I did? I, I called, you all know Mami Bedu. I called her and I said, something is telling me when we come to church, they will pray for me. They'll call me and pray for me about my stomach. So pastor finished and what happened? He called. He didn't call my neighbor. He said there's somebody with the same issue, okay? As soon as I heard that, oh my goodness, I ran to the front. But I've never been there, the front before. That day I was there because I knew. Because it was, I knew something was wrong. So I was praying intently. I was seriously praying. And that is when God what, revealed something to me. So if we want God to reveal himself in the spiritual world to us, we have to what? We have to be serious about our prayers. How we relate to him. And the other other. Um, theme also is our worship life. Worship is a way of life. Our whole being, our daily activities should be a way of worship. Okay? So, if we are there, every day going back to school and all of that, sometimes we forget ourselves. But the Bible is telling us that everything that we do, we should make it as a worship. You know, you wake up and you thank God and you say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. You sincerely, you're talking to God. And then when you are sincere, what happens? That is when also God also communicates with you. We cannot just be worshiping. God is saying that we have to worship him in spirit. And worshiping him in spirit is being serious with God. And when you are serious with God, what happens? He, he gets serious with you. You know, he can use you at your age if you avail yourselves. Okay? If you avail yourselves. So I have all these three points. And these examples, especially that, that example is really powerful. If I just lay down in my bed and I want to be praying, oh, because they said I should pray. 
nothing might happen. Nothing might happen. But if I really want to feel God, because He said He's a spirit, I want to get into the spirit, spiritual realm, so that I can what? I can hear from God. So today we are learning that we cannot just live anyhow, or we cannot just read our Bibles anyhow. We cannot just pray anyhow. We cannot worship anyhow. We have to, as Christians, have serious, intimate relationship with God. That is an identity that every Christian should have. Our spiritual life. Even if someone doesn't notice it, you yourself, you know that you are communicating with God. Okay? You have to worship God in spirit. We have to. Because the Bible says that we cannot worship Him in flesh. Okay? So how do we know? How do we know that things have changed and we, we, become, we become spiritual beings or we are, we are working towards it? These are the things, some of the things that we will see. If we are becoming more Christ-like in how we think and in how we behave, then we know we are making progress. Okay? I don't want, you know, the ultimate. Guys, listen. I always tell you guys. You guys are smart. This generation, you're smart. Smarter. And if you find yourself sitting here, my prayer is that we all make it to heaven. I don't even talk about the things here because if we have everything around here and we don't make it to heaven, it's going to be really bad. Am I talking to someone? Yes. It's going to be... I, I, I love you guys so much. Um, you're smarter and you're able to do certain things. So, if we want to know, we want to get into serious business. God is a serious being. We want to be serious. We want to be extremely cautious with God. We just don't do anything anyhow. Okay? We want to be in the spirit. And God will come. He said he will give us dreams. He will show himself in dreams to us. It does just not happen to the pastors or the bishops. It happens with the kids too. I've seen kids. It starts when you avail yourself and you have the desire to do that. If your ways are being governed by more and more of God's words, then you should know that you are getting your in progress. Okay? So what I'm talking about is how do you know? If you yourself, you're doing your part and your, your ways are being governed by God. Like, let's say if somebody comes in and messes up with you or says something bad, you stop and think about God so that you don't respond to the person the way you used to. But now you're going to respond to the person how God wants you to respond to, right? Right. Yes. So then you know that Things are changing. I'm getting more spiritual. We have levels. Okay? And, and it, it doesn't take special people. It takes anybody. 
You just have to do it the way God wants it. When you read his word, he says, be serious. Have the desire. And then he will do wonders. He will use you. Like he said, you are his hands. You are his mouth. He's going to use you to speak. He does, he's not a respecter of age or color. Okay, or size. Okay. You also realize that your desire to know him more has progressed. That's a spiritual identity. We all need to get there. We cannot just live anyhow. We cannot live carnalized. We cannot just get up and pray. We need to communicate with God. We need to have an intimate relationship with him. Yeah. So... What are the benefits? What are the benefits? I'm talking about benefits here because I know, like I said, you guys are smart, so we don't just come here and talk. So if you want to have a spiritual life with God, you know you become very powerful spiritually. Okay? You become very powerful spiritually. You can lay hands on someone and that person will be healed. And that's what we are talking about. Okay, you can have spiritual discernments because when calamity is coming your way, you will have a discernment of spirit, and then you will know that hey, something is coming. Or oh, this is the road that I, or this friend that I'm with, he's gonna cause trouble, so I'm gonna move. You have power and you have a spirit of discernment. And then it will give you confidence because you're doing what God wants. So you, you come out boldly, very bold, because you know that the word of God is what you're following. You become courageous. And then battles in life, you know, when you also start getting in tune with God, what happens? You start, the devil also targets you. You're not going to go start, start free. But then, when you have a spiritual life with God, the battles in life, they become easier to handle because we have Him that is greater than all of the things that come around us. Okay? So, we always want to make sure that we have a spiritual part of us. Our spiritual identity is one of the most important ones. We cannot just live our lives. We have to get into Because God is a spirit. We, if we don't worship God in spirit, we cannot. We will be wasting our time. We will be sitting here and wasting our time. Come here every day. So my prayer is that God will help us understand him. Give us the wisdom to understand his word. Spirit of discernment. Give us the wisdom to understand his word and then to, to live by it. And then at the end of the day, what happens? We'll make it to heaven. So the ultimate is to make it to heaven. If we don't, then we've wasted all our time. So may God help us. Shall we bow our heads in prayer now? Our Father, we thank you for a moment like this. This is a seed that you have sown into your hearts. And Father, we know that you're going to water it, let it grow. 
Use them to do your wonders. Use them to win souls. We thank you. We thank you for these young ones and we bless your holy name for them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.